AGM coming in, and we're back. Greedy drops his soap, while Dane's dropping facts. Three's better than two if you understand the meaning. White boy up, so we introduce Keenan. Mercenaries in underwear, they can stay put. We have football on our tongues, just minus the foot. Rugby league group showers while drinking for claims. And we're bringing this bullshit any given Monday. I said any given Monday. Yeah, any given Monday. Any given Monday. Yeah, any given Monday. I said any given Monday, baby. You don't just wait around. Boom. We on. There we go. No no waiting around. <laughs> um, what's going on, lads? How are we? Charlie? Good back man. in the house, Freddy? Good, man. Going good. good. Going good. Actually going fucking very well. Really good. Very well. <laughs> Smiles on faces in this room. Three Bronx fans come together to uh to chew the fat the the what is this? Wednesday of grand final week. The day of the Dally M's, if Dally I'm not mistaken. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. First of all, Reese Walsh not nominated for fullback of the year. They need he, to. He can't because yeah, he got um, he got suspended three weeks. That's why we need to We need to change the this like it's almost dinosaur fucking land theory of you know I know it's supposed to be the best and fairest, but let's have an award called best and fairest then, and let's have a yep. Dally M because the best player doesn't always win it because. He got suspended for three weeks. I know everyone can say, oh, we're talking to a ref or whatever, but like there's other players that are rendered uneligible, like Scott Drinkwater, round two or something, they versed the Broncos. He's come screaming across into the corner, clip Corey Oates high, he got suspended four weeks, and he had no chance of winning fullback of the year or Daly M the whole time. Yep. And at the same time, the voting system doesn't cater for this. So if Reese Walsh played all season tallied six votes a week all the way up to around 16 and then get suspended those six votes he got every week couldn't have gone to someone else so I was now actually thinking about that on the drive here because eh? I, I figured we were going to talk about Daly Ams and I was like who do I actually think is going to win it and I was thinking to myself maybe Payne but then I was like no nah, because Walsh didn't get suspended until late in the year so yeah. Payne's chances are fucked so that's the problem with having it that way is like now all the votes that were given during those games that have someone that's now ineligible <coughs> are they're almost null and void because the game, the whole game would have been different, like the votes from that whole game. So maybe, maybe Payne would have got six instead of five a couple of times or or four instead of three a couple of times and that might have been enough to push him up there, you know? Whereas some other players might not have even been in the picture that that are now, maybe Scott Drinkwater would have got suspended early in the season. So instead of him polling votes, they might have got one or two every every other week because Drinkwater wasn't available to get it. Could be so, worth maybe the um, people that do the points just picking a, you know, a fourth reserve sort of person. So if that happens later in the season, the bloke that gets two gets three. The bloke that gets yeah, one gets I two. think it'd just be more. I think it'd just be easier to say if you're good enough to still win it after spending four weeks on the sideline suspended, and then you, you know because they're they're saying you can't win it because you've been suspended. But if you get suspended for four weeks and can still pull enough points to beat someone that's played the whole season, how are you not the best player of the year? You know what I mean? Well, that's yeah, it. Do you, do you think because of that the, the Actual players are kind of like, it's a bit of a fucking shit show, you know? Well, I sort of, I used to think it was the be-all and end-all. And then Darren Lockie never won one. That sort of, I was like, well, this thing has got a, some flaws in it, it already. Does, it and does when Benny Barber won one too. Oh, and then <laughs> I had to sit there and watch fucking Jack White and walk on stage and pick one up. And that's the day I lost almost <laughs> all credibility that goes along with the Daly M. If Jack White won the Daly M medal, that is, that'll do me. I'm done. The positional awards are just as much of a joke. Like, they 
you can't win them if you've been suspended. And then we ended up having people like Luke Brooks winning it, who had a mediocre year in 2019 or 2017, whenever he won it. Seems to be broken across all codes, though, like even the AFL last night. Yeah. I'll get this straight. Not an AFL podcast. <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll clarify that. But, um, yeah. Wait, but um, I've, I've, I've always been a favorite. Lions fan, man. Yeah. And yeah. I've, I've followed them fucking week in, week out. Yep. No, same. Big Sorry, just to cut you off, Charlie, but um, it's funny, the last year, this time when we thought Lions were going to get get through and stuff, yeah. and everyone's like, yeah, let's go Lions. Yeah, we were jumping and, on. And, and, this, and this year, I fucking haven't heard, like, I know I'm, I'm following different fucking media than what the Lions are, but I'm like, we're yeah. not, I'm not really, you don't really hear, You don't really hear, boo, you see it through through the, the mainstream outlets, like the like your news and that sort of thing, but... In our circles that we roll in, there's not much chat about <laughs> AFL, is there? Yeah. But sorry, yeah, keep going, Charlie. Can't fucking remember what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, you've ruined the story. Yeah, I you've know. ruined Christmas. It was going to be fucking good, yeah. too. It was. It was going to be real good, very intelligent. It, it would have made us all millionaires, <laughs> I reckon. You started saying, like, it's not an uh, AFL podcast, but... Oh, yeah, you're talking about Lockie Neal oh, winning, Lockie the, yeah, like, winning the Brownlow. Um, I don't know if you watched the Brownlow on Monday, um, but Lockie Neal certainly wasn't probably even in the top five people thought was going to win it. Um, yeah, and he got it. And he got up and was like, "I don't even have a speech." Oh, and yeah. um, same sort of thing. I think he sort of got up and was like, "Sort of a joke that I won it." He he didn't even give him the time of day. Yeah, well, they've had a few of those in in the Brownlow. I've talking to a mate in Melbourne when I was down there, and he was saying, "Yeah, there's been a fair few clangers. Like we've got ones like Whiten and that mm. that I consider genuine clangers. What the fuck's going on there?" And they say, "Yeah." It happens sort of freak, more frequently in the Brownlow. White only got it because Cleary got suspended. Didn't yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's yeah. another one. And even then, I thought even that season you could have had two or three players. I thought even Clint Gutherson was better than he was that season. Yeah. So I don't. I just couldn't see a world where Jack White would have ever won that award that year. And through suspension and poor voting, poor systems, then Jack White and Scott Adelium. Who, who votes? So they pick ex players. So there's usually ex players who vote them, and it used to be the th- the three two one system. And that was it. So now there's two ex that vote three two one each. So there's a maximal uh, maximum allowable points in each game of six five. You know, so, so you got you've got six points to work with. And those those independent judges have to be live at the game, so they have to be yeah. sitting. Yeah. Have to be sitting stands, in the stands watching, watching the, the game. game so. But it, yeah, if you look back through the list who won, it usually goes towards the flashy players, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, because if you're sitting, you know, full well, you go to the game, you sit in the stands, and your your Reese Walsh will come down a short side, throw a thirty meter cut out in the chest, yeah. and then you'll make a line break, and you just go. Oh my god, that Reese Walsh! You, you don't really, I know, but you're it, not really sitting there going, "Holy fuck!" Tom Flegler just ran for 180 meters, right. made 40 tackles. Haas just dragged know? them all the whole, yeah, whole yeah. way up the field, and yeah, the, yeah, the reason, yeah, like some of the bigger name middles get those points because they're bigger names, and you expect it. When Tamalolo won his, yep. every week you go into the game, you're going, "Oh, I'm going to watch Tamalolo run over 10 cunts here," but you're not going to the games now, just going, "Oh fuck, I can't wait to see the big boys roll through the middle," like especially with the speed of the game. <laughs> And the way that they're like pushing the game towards the edges and scoring big flashy tries, so for Payne to even be in the conversation is pretty impressive. And any other middles that are even closer, that's bizarre considering the the, the way the whole thing's geared. It's geared and into in motion to work, you know, out towards those those outside backs and, and the flashy stars. The only alternative though is to tell the refs to start. The votes and fuck, I don't trust those cunts. No, fuck no, fucking aliens. Yeah, yeah that's right. You don't want any nerds picking the fuck. <laughs> yeah, <out. laughs> no, that yeah. yeah, that I don't know. See the the way it, the voting system isn't so bad at the moment because 
you look at the votes like up until round eleven, they're they're open open book for the public. So you can sort of you look at it all through the start of the year. And I looked at them the whole first eleven rounds and I thought, you know, that's pretty good. Like you can swap one here or swap one there. There wasn't any ones like you go, holy fuck, how did that guy poll points? So I was like, yeah, well, the voting system seems to be in line with at least what I think. And I'm assuming a lot of like, like-minded like footy fans would, would consider the same sort of standard. So I don't think it's the voting system too much. I just think it's, again, the suspensions are really fucking us, you know. And obviously, without having the best players in the pool, like... Without having every player in the pool, you can't definitively say you're the best player of the season. Whoever wins it tonight, there's going to be cloud going, oh, fucking Reese Walsh probably should have won it. Or like Jack Watton, we just said, you know, Nathan Cleary would have 300% won it that year. Yeah. So it just it sort of dilutes the whole the whole concept of it because you've got an outdated rule that's governing what who can and cannot win the award. So I would scrap that. And, you know, roll with a – give a best and fairest award for the player who's, like, I don't know, played the most minutes or got suspended the least or penalised the least and all this shit. You go, you're the fairest – you're the best and fairest player in the comp, you know. Whoever has the most DLM points that also hasn't conceded many penalties and been sent off or fucking suspended, he's the best and fairest. But if you – say you come fifth in DLM votes, you you didn't get sin-binned at all all year, you didn't get s- suspended – then you can be the best and fairest if everyone above you had been sin bin and all that. Maybe that's a way to go. I know we're just adding an award for the sake of it, but if it means getting the Daily M is our best crowning jewel, yeah. it's almost worth it. That's right. It's like we're not playing cricket here. No. It's rugby yeah. league. So we're, yeah, de- yeah. we're dealing with fucking maniacs. So yeah. yeah, We're dealing with cunts in the dressing these, shed going, I'm going to go. Yeah. Let, let the nerds, the refs, give a best and fairest. Yeah, 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 and yeah. then let the people that know what they're talking about give the best player of the year. Because these cunts aren't sitting in the dressing shed going, oh, I hope I don't get give away a penalty today. I hope I don't head high. They go, I'm going to fucking take that cunt's head off if he runs anywhere near me. So that's it's, it's just people want to gloss over it. That's rugby league in a nutshell. This is what they do. They're fucking big, hyper-aggressive fucking units going out to try and dominate fuck out of the other cunts. Yeah. The... um. Go look going through it, what have you got? Like So from fullback of the year? It's got to be Ponga. How was Tedesco there? Your guess is good. See, you know, I, I look through the comments when they drop this on Instagram. I look through NRL, uh, NRL, um, yeah, NRL. Com. Com. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, <laughs> everyone was like, Tedesco? That's yeah. weird. Was Tedesco? Legend of the game, right? But he didn't have a good year. No. no. He so I, I, there I would say, this, I, would, I, I would go, I'd put my money on Dylan Edwards for this one. Well, I'd just, again, this is, we're talking about it. We're asking why Tedesco getting in there. Drinkwater got suspended. Walsh got suspended. You know, AJ Brimson was injured most of the year. Like, Gutherson got suspended. Like, all these other guys who were in this sort of pool. So now we're deluded to a bloke who, yes, legend of the game. He's probably in there probably by his name, but by not even his own standards, by anyone's standards, he was a quiet year. So, yeah. I think, like, with that also, you look at Tedesco and Edwards, kind of similar games just work like. Yeah. High percentage yeah. work rate, stuff like that. But Edwards is doing it better now. Yeah, Edwards is. Because 100%. obviously Tedesco's getting older. But and also, you know. Dylan Edwards is playing behind a pack that's fucking dominating, dominating almost yeah. week after week. My my pick here, though, would be Ponger. I know he had a big layoff with the head knocks and that, but he's won six men of the matches in a row in their fucking their 11th streak. How many games did he miss? 
10 or something? 9? I don't know. I think it was 9. And I reckon he's still a good chance of winning the day. that glass well, he would have, He would yeah. have just about polled Three, max points. Seven or eight weeks in a row. Yeah, something like that. And if you can get six a week, <laughs> yeah. all you need oh, to do... Six points now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so all you need three. to do is, say, if he was running down Sean Johnson, Sean Johnson has to have two sort of half-down weeks, gets one or two points, and Ponga gets two max scores, he gets 12 points, and then you, you've you run down 10 points in two weeks, you know, and it's, you start levelling up. So it'll be interesting. If Ponga's a fair sniff to win it, and if he does win it on the back of missing nine, ten weeks... And, and playing six for the first four rounds where he, yeah, he yeah. didn't do a hell of a lot. Yeah, well, in saying that, the whole Newcastle didn't really do a lot, did they, until no. fucking half the way through the season. And then, what, they won, what, they win 14 games overall and they had a 10-game win streak to finish the year, so... Yeah, because which game was it, like, two weeks back where Ponga kicked the goal at the end? Um, yeah, the Raiders game. Yeah, Raiders game. so he got, like, clipped by, like, a, a mm, hand. hand yeah. And he definitely should have been um, HIA, HIA for yeah. sure yeah. because he, he he got a bit wobbly. He was sparked for sure. Yeah, and it just shows, like, even that, that little uh, that little um, fucking contact. Yeah, once it's there, it's there, eh? Yeah. yeah. Wingers, wingers, uh, what do you got here, boy? You got Zelezniak, Asako, Toto, Dominic Young, Selwyn Cobo, Ronaldo, Mulatalo. This is a bit of a tough one because there's been, like, a lot of those blokes there have been um, genuine fucking superstars all season. I would have thought to see a Greg Marju in there over at Ronaldo Mortalo. Yeah, thought, see, Dominic Young got dropped yeah. by the Knights. I thought um, Ronaldo Mortalo was a bit quieter this year, and yeah, Dominic Young being dropped throughout the year. I'd probably give it to uh, with Tony Zalesniak. 100%, I think. Yeah, I'm looking at Joanna Sarko as the leading try scorer, leading point scorer in the whole comp, and consistent all year. If you had told me he'd even be in the conversation for this 12 months ago, you, I would have told you you fucking dead set lost yeah. it. Yeah, like, who what, did you watch what he did for the Bronx? Yeah. And who was his centre? It was Ewan Aitken or something yeah. as well. So not between, so quality between Ewan Aitken and... Valance. You know, Valance Tafare or Jack Bostock or any of these guys who aren't noted ball-playing centres. Like, he's... He was killing it, so I probably would lean towards Dallin and Asako. I know Toto's been brilliant. Dominic Young, crazy. Selwyn, good all year, consistent. And Ronaldo, yeah, he was good, but I just, yeah, he wasn't on the level of those two at the top, I don't think. Toto, fucking, that, the headgear thing really, yeah. like, <laughs> worries me. Like, it's, uh, I the three of them wear it, right? Mm. All the same. So they're definitely sponsored by him. I'd, I reckon, and this is this is my theory, right? So they're sponsored. Are they wearing Madison? Or? No, I don't think it's. A, I don't think they have any brand on at all. I think it's just black. No, I think I think I, it's blacked out. Yeah, I think they're just doing it because they're weird guys. Yeah, I my my theory is they're sponsored, right? And they've got to wear it for a, a, an amount of time during the game, and that's why Tyler just rips it off after a while. Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've noticed. There's I've a noticed lot, There's he, a few games he doesn't finish with it. He yeah, always, right. Yeah. I think he's. I think they're just weird guys. They're you just know? Fun, yeah. You know, we all know there's a couple of nutters in every dressing shed. Lua's the weirdest. Lua's weird, man. I see that coming on the street. I'll yeah. fuck him up. Ask Callum how weird he is. <laughs> <laughs> him and Callum used to have tea together and now they don't talk. It's weird. I don't know what happened. The bridge was burnt. <laughs> bridge was made out of kindling. <laughs> Caught fire. Oh, shit. Next one's easy. Next one's what, easy. The centers of the year. Centers. Stags and Farnworth. Well, I do. It's, <laughs> it's Farnsworth. Gun, 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 gun. 
Herbie is fucking dead set. I can't believe he's every going. time I watch him oh. score, I cry, bro. Oh man, knowing that he's leaving. Every time I see him, every time I lay eyes on him, and I think, fuck, if we've got one more week with this guy, I'm just like, fuck, what have we done? Why? Yeah, so I'd, I'd go. Did you see him Herbie. come out the other day too and say? He wishes he was staying. No, don't do that to me. Not now. I, I don't. I don't remember oh, the exact quote, but it was just something about like, if the money just hadn't been where they're offering now, I would have stayed. No. Oh, I'm not emotionally stable enough to hear that <laughs> shit. I'm gonna cry in my car on the way home. I hope they bring in that backflip rule that they were talking about the other yeah. week. Oh, imagine that. Imagine we just Herbie just goes. It's funny. I don't know whether their social media has got so much better this year, but what we see of the Broncos, it's like they're all the best mates in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, good but I just yeah. think their socials have gotten better. They're, it's easy when you're winning too. Yeah, yeah. They're, oh, man. they're running that that sick apparel. The, they do the vintage yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, the, the all yeah. All heart stuff. Yeah, yeah. all sorts yeah. of shit. It's yeah, good. look like Street Fighter graphics. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That man, it's good. Really good. Yeah, yeah I'd go. I'd go Herbie on that. For five eights, I'd be. If you tell me that Cody Walker had a better year than Ezra Mam, you're kidding yourself. And Cam Munster had a good year, but Ezra's been electric. He's in a grand final squad. I think at, at the end of the day, he's in a grand final, right? Yeah. Like, Cody Walker didn't make the finals. That's yeah. And had decent year, not great. Munster was good, not great. Ezra's been great for Broncos consistently all year. He's sort of almost abolished those games he used to have with seven plus missed tackles. Like some games he creeps up, gets five here or there, but he's not a big boy and he's always throwing himself at him. So his defense isn't bad, even though it might come up every now and then four or five missed tackles. Every single time he gets a missed tackle, he's doing enough so that his back rower gets there. You see a couple of times you go bang, hit low, get bounced, but it's enough to let the back rower come and come and clean up. So I'd be picking Ezra Mam every day of the week. The, the one thing is that I feel like with Munster, out of that, like he's the highest working rate five eight there. You know, he yeah. he is he should have the seven on his back compared to his counterpart. Like he um mm. the the game before they got the game was it before the Broncos yeah you're talking or after? about you're talking about the Roosters game yeah yeah, yeah they he, don't we, they don't get close if it's yeah. not for Munster yeah he was he ran for like fucking 150 yeah. meters he just was carrying a ball and doing everything he was into it yeah he was good yeah but I'd go Ezra yeah Ezra yeah, every day of the week yeah every day of the week and I'm actually really really excited at the prospect of keeping him there for ten years long term because he is this good already. And I remember it was only, what was a year and a half where we were saying, fuck, do you reckon we just put Billy Walters in there and, or like we go to the market or something? Because maybe, maybe he can be that, but I don't see it. He's too small and like these flashy dudes coming out of Q Cup don't usually work. Man, he's just proven everyone wrong fucking what hard, I love time after like, time. He's not just dominating off the back of like Reynolds giving him good ball. He's yeah. dominating his short sides. Yeah. Like without and any help from anyone, he's making oppositions look shit. And we're winning games without Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. Man, if, if you'd have told us we were going to like winning games without Adam Reynolds, yeah. Man, crazy. Yeah. The um it's funny like a couple of weeks back I was like couch quarterback and talking to one of my mates about um uh Walters. Mm-hmm. Like, man, he's just so lucky, right place, right time, right team mm. that he's getting this run. And then through this final series, I'm like, he's the best hooker I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, yeah. He is. <laughs> yeah. Give him the dummy. Oh, man. Yeah. He's, yeah. Free. he's killing yeah. it. He's, yeah, he's fucking killing it. He, he definitely can never play half again. No, but, uh, no. no he's, I think that, that door's closed. But, but um, he, this, I, I think he's kind of played his way in, in like a real good side. He's 
played his way to deserve a 14 spot in a real good side with a real starting. Yeah, yeah. So you know. yeah, for I don't think it's any question now. For the rest of his career, he'll be either a starting nine or a, or a top flight 14, which yeah. is I I don't see any reason for the Broncos to go out and look for another hooker with how he's playing. No, no, like, no you know no, what I mean. No. Like you got no problems with him being that that nine and then just letting Smoothie make his way through. Yeah, or even like an, like everyone's got big big yarns on that Blake Moser coming through the Bronx yeah. system. If he is what they say he is, you, you've got fucking Walters there. You can bring Moser in as the 14 instead of, you know... How old's he at the moment, Moser? He's 20. No, 20. 20. 20, I think. What school do you come out of? Palm Beach, Corumbin. Oh, oh no, Kibra. Uh, one of those Ke- two. Kibra, yeah, I think. one of them. Yeah, one of them. I think to be honest, Kibra. I'm not big on him, eh? I've only just watched a few cup games and uh, stuff. Yeah. I'm not big on him. I've seen him play a couple of times too. I'm not too big on him, but if... the Usually when the when there's raps coming out by all these people, whether you see it or not, usually it's there. So hopefully if it is, the the good thing is with Walters there, you don't have to rush him into nine. You can even if you're gonna debut him, debut him, bring him in at fourteen, give him games at fourteen, let him work his way in instead of just going right oh you're the nine bang, here you go, and then he gets fucking burnt. Yeah. And if worse comes to worst and he doesn't want to stick around, he's gone, who cares? We've got Billy Walters anyway, you know? Yeah. It's funny, I'll try to get this fucking published before the Delhi Amps happen, but uh, <laughs> if, uh, it might be after the fact. Yeah, right. <laughs> and we just get them all wrong. <laughs> we will. Yeah. It's almost guaranteed. And then your halfback. It's got to be Sean John. He's like pretty much, what is he, best odds to win the Delhi Amps? So if he doesn't win halfback of the year, it's twisted up. Clearly missed too many games, I think. It's one of those things though, right? Again, like if Cleary plays a full season... Yeah, he's halfback of the year without yeah. a doubt. Like he's the Dalian. Every year since twenty nineteen, he'd been halfback yeah. of the year so no matter what. Things, and right? it's it's one of those like all those like every team and every year it's not just not different this year. But Warriors absolutely playing for each other. Yep. Broncos playing for each other. Penrith have been playing for each other for the last five years. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but it's just those you can see that connection on the field that fucking makes such a difference. Yeah. Jerry Evans isn't a bad shed. He had a good year. Like Great he was in year. terrific form, but he also I think it's it's glossed a bit by his performances in Origin because your Daly Ember Awards don't don't count Origin and shit like that. So these this award wouldn't count. So in my mind, I think of Jerry Evans' best bits of his year, and they were all in Origin. So I just don't see him winning that award. And not to say he didn't have a good year because he definitely did. He was in some fucking crazy form, but yeah, I think it's more an Origin thing that's popping in the front of your mind this um the hooker of the year the nominees like not taking anywhere from them but it shows you how light on we are with really good hookers throughout the throughout the nrl yeah it's that that list actually shocks me a little bit yeah you got a hooker there from the last place team harry grant i thought most of the year was a shell of himself i didn't think he had yeah, I agree. I thought his, his impact this year wasn't as good. I know yeah. he scored a fair few tries for the middle part of the season and had, I think it was his best season in terms of try assists, but he just didn't have the... First, first season played 80 minutes he, consistently he, he, as well. Yeah. Right? So that probably... Also didn't that. have as much impact as what he normally does, which is probably down to the 80-minute thing. But yeah, if I was given the award, I'd be giving it to Wade Egan. He's 100%. been just about 80-minute hooker there all year. Only a couple of injuries, so he played most games and he's been... Service has been good. Him and Johnson seem to be doing the thing together, you know. Like, what do you think about the cheese going forward with his like? He's got to show us eighty minutes at all. I'd be fucking. I'd be on the phone if I was cheese with the manager, calling Melbourne, and getting back down there and playing through the middle again. Yeah, that I'd, way, you 
go back to like it's not like he's not familiar with Melbourne. He's got best mates down there. You can get close to the same money. They're looking for a real good middle forward, and you like it fits perfectly for Melbourne. Fits perfectly for Cheese. He gets out of Bondi. It's obviously not working for him. They bring Jake Turpin in, or fucking Ben Marshkey or whoever else they got in there, or to the to the hooking role. And yeah, and they got Connor Watson coming back next year. You know, like they have options. So I'm sure they wouldn't oppose too much to letting him go. That I think that'd be a good workout. I've been thinking about this for a while. I was like, first thing I would have done is just doesn't seem like Sydney's working for cheese. And he's a lock in my eyes. Yeah, just, he's a lock, and he's a lock who can play a little bit of hooker. He's not a yeah. fucking eighty minute hooker. That's why at Melbourne he'd be perfect because you could ha- even bring him off the bench like he used to. He can cover hooker. He can cover your middle. And then you can still run a Tyron Wishart or a Bronson Garlic on the bench. You've got coverage for... so Like, if Tyron Wishart's on the bench, he can cover hooker and Smith can cover hooker both off the bench. Wishart can cover your whole back line. Cheese can cover your whole forward pack. Those two players will cover your whole team. And then you've got Kamakamitha and and someone else on the bench. You know, you've got... those. Just, just having Cheese there would give him so much flexibility off the bench. Yep. Also give him one of those big boys they desperately need. And then you, 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 your team's starting to look more complete again. I think they need they need a good centre as well. But other than that... like I reckon Cheese is probably missing that bit of larrikin culture that comes with the Storm as well. Like I think so. Storm keep yeah. it under wraps, but they love a bit of a larry and stuff after yeah. the game. So I think it's, he's It's because the Storm that. can get away with it way more. 100%. You know? No one's fucking... No one knows who the fuck they are down yeah. there. <laughs> oh. yeah, um, yeah, but I'd go... You'd go grand on that, though, yeah? I think I'd be going oh, Wade Egan, Egan on the yeah, season. Egan. The better player is definitely Harry Green, yeah. but I'd be on the season alone. I'd be going Egan. I agree. Um, that uh, that fourteen that come on for Newcastle <coughs> as well. I forget his name, but um, Crossland. I think so. He came um, in that the, the Ponga one, the one that they won. He came on no, and just killed straight away. You're talking about Dylan Lucas. He played back row. No, he came on the hooker. Um, I don't think so. Phoenix Crossland played 80 minutes of hooker in the whole final series for him. Kurt Mann? You're thinking of Kurt uh, Mann? He'd come on in the middle? Come on. I'm not sure. I'd have to check it. I, I I swear I was watching Newcastle and this this he usually plays fullback and then they chucked him into hooker um, and then he just... Oh, Lockie Miller? You sure that wasn't... Yeah, it, that wasn't the last game of the year when they versed the Dragons? Yes. Yeah, yeah that. so that was... Yeah, They all their top flighters were rested. Yeah. So it would have been... I don't even know who that would have been. Yeah, right. Um, um, I'll look it up while you while you go. Probably has got to be Haas, Haas and Hass and, and um, probably Fish, Fish Harris. I'd probably give it to Lindsay. I'd I'd go Lindsay or Fanua Blake. I reckon. Yeah, but it it's could, pretty disrespectful to Fisher Harris not to give it to him. I know. Like, yeah, that just, can't. You watch him play. I'm like, fuck. I wish he was in the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, he just keeps carving. But Haas Haas is just like he doesn't do anything different with just oh, destroy man, cards. So and, good. Yeah, you're talking about. 14, that game was Riley Jones. Yeah, it could have been Jones. Oh, yeah, could, could have never been, heard that name Could have been Jonesy, life. I think. <laughs> Jonesy had one error, six tackles, one run in 19 minutes. Nah. <laughs> I was going to say, didn't really set the world Sorry, on Sorry, <laughs> but it could be, who came on for cheese? Are you talking about the Roosters? Yeah, no, I might be getting the teams wrong. It could oh, be Roosters. That would have been Jake Turpin, I'd imagine. Nah. In when? In the finals? Oh, you're thinking of Sandon Smith. Sandon yes. Smith, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. yeah, yeah you're 14 yeah. for the Roosters, yes. Yeah. Yep. That makes more sense because he did fucking he tear him in your yeah, arsehole yeah. in the Melbourne game. Came off the bench late in the game. Yeah. 
dummy went through for the line break and then reset, got to hooker, cut out pass past the halfback in good ball with a scattered line and hit a front row on the chest. Yeah, to went score. the overs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. If you who, who did he hit? Lindsay Collins. Collins yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're fucking cutting out the halfback in that situation, you got stones of steel because that's coming up in video. If that if that doesn't come off. You are getting absolutely. And, and Collins, Collins just ran the line. He was like, yeah. "This ball finds me, man." <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, old Frankenstein Collins, old Stafford Lindsay, the big boy. He all he knows is go forward, go back, chase the ball. Yeah. So as soon as it went, he would have been on his bike because that's how much of a fucking gun he is. And then as soon as he's the opportunity, he sees big hole in front of him. He just fucking straight for it every time. He's just, a, um see his speech for his Jack, Jack oh, Gibson medal the other day fucking teary tearing stuff. up teary. Nah. Oh, have you not nice. seen it he Watch won it. the Roosters player of the year oh yeah man it was it was emotional stuff yeah thanking his wife and his family and like he's um he was it was emotional it was fucking good to watch yeah. he's, a, he's a good fella Lindsay he's uh he fucking went played all his juniors at Brothers yeah oh. Stafford and he went to Padua poor bastard yeah he's a he's a fucking good fella he went to Padua he's straight I don't know. He's got a wife. Yeah. I don't know. You know, <laughs> you know that's what gets me with Padre. You drive past, there's all boys' school, and the lockers are colourful, like a rainbow. Mm. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah, they got holes in them. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can you can join lockers like that, <laughs> <laughs> like like Kate will. <laughs> oh shit. Um, right, lock of the year is that what's next? Oh, a second rower, back rower. Who do we have? Liam Martin. Jeez, this is a fucking bit of a hard one, actually. I'd probably go Liam Martin and Frizzell, to be honest. Looking at that. Yeah, I reckon Martin. I reckon the Frizz was pretty good all year too, actually. I was was actually really impressed with watching him. But at the same time, I think I was only impressed with his back end of the year. I don't think he did much at the start. Like Fafida had a better year. Fafida probably had one of his better years. So, yeah, I might go Liam Martin and Fafida. Frizzell is an honourable mention, and so is Nakora. Frizzell did enough to get back into the New South Wales team, so he must have been doing some good stuff yeah. at the start of the year. True. I think that was more just Freddie being one of the worst coaches heads. of all time. That's also a good point. Like, hey, that cunt's a retard. <laughs> and then like, I, was, I was, Sorry for saying the R word uh, live I, on I, here. I, I seen an article today saying that uh, they've, they've paused on getting Gould back in. Like, yeah. there was an I'd unpause it. Yeah. And then I'd press fast forward until he's there because you can't suck without him. <laughs> and you were putting your faith in one of the biggest dead set knobs I've ever seen in my life. A, a who jo- wears bare feet indoors to get grounded and shit because he's just... <laughs> what a fucking knob. <laughs> Brad Fittler's <laughs> a fucking spud tart. <laughs> Tell you what. Uh, bro, it's, um, is Maddie and Joey um, talking to each other at the moment or... I don't know, but I love it. I love watching two New South Wales people go. But I tell you what, if they were like, if they were mates at the moment, I'd just be putting all my money going. I want both of you to be co-coaches. I don't. Shit. They wouldn't do it. Maddie, Maddie wouldn't you do it. Have Joey as a coach for Origin, hey? Like, well, he's been there for a couple of years, and it doesn't seem to work. Like, I just I don't think know. he'd be too fucking like emotional the whole week, and, and just pinging. stress everyone out. He'd be pinging the oh. whole time. He'd be fucking red- redlining. Like you look at Billy, like he's just so calm and like measured yeah. around and the just boys. Keeps his calming influence oh, yeah. around the boys. He's constantly because Billy, fucking... Billy be out of that training paddock showing him how it's yeah. done. But yeah. Billy yeah. also knows how to turn it on. You can see, like as yeah. you're saying, Charlie, when everything's calm, and then you get to the they pan up to the coaches box. He, Fucking banging on the glass. Get out of here, cunts. And and then when he gets back down the dressing chair, he's just got the woo-sars going on again. Whereas Brad Fittler's just constantly a knob. There's no change-up. 
Yeah, it feels a bit like Cooper Cronk, eh? Like, Cronk had a website when he was playing about how to align your bed with the moon and stuff like that. And he's full. What? Oh, yeah. yeah that's he, good. He, so he'd, he'd, did he'd, he, he'd be into crystals and shit. Did he used to, like, moon his ass? You yeah. Know, people sun it. <laughs> sun it, yeah. Charge it up with you. <laughs> you, you charge no, it yeah. with the moon. So he's got like a white eye, not a brown eye. Yeah, you just moon that. He'd probably have foreskin, so you just moon it, just pull pull that back, and just get a bit of moon on that. Fucking yeah, knock. foreskin because he got a he's got a clue. I reckon that's why he's a good halfback. Nah, all of us got it. No, you don't need all the good halfbacks. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, talking about skin. Last week I was um I've been chucking some saunas in with Charlie's dad down the Goldie. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> By yeah, the end of the week, good. we were fucking in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. You poor cunt. Yeah, my skin the becomes first, your skin. Yeah, the first time I'm checking, I'm checking the hotel out and I'm walking around and I'm like sauna because I was like, I fucking, like, if the sauna's there, I'm going to use it. I reckon it's yeah. sweet. And I'm looking in there. I knew there was people in there. I just looked through the little window and I'm walking away and Andy opens the door. He's like, Freddy. And I was like, oh my God, bro. I was like, see you tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he you guys. the sauna, the old boy. Yeah. <laughs> Synchronized up your your cycles and then <laughs> yeah. got in together. Yeah, that's good. here. Like, oh, I got an erection. If you fall over, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, how did that end up in there? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we just sat in there talking about West. <laughs> yeah, sounds very right. Sounds very good. Fucking oh, that's weird. I've never f- ran into someone talked about football for 10 hours either. <laughs> so we got um second roller. Yeah, we run through that lock, lock of the year. It's got to go. It's got to be Carrigan. Tohu Harris had a good year. Yo's had a good year. But Paddy Carrigan's been fucking unbelievable. Yeah, as soon as the Broncos, like Keenan was talking about, as soon as the Broncos worked out, oh, this is how we use him close to the line as yeah. well. Like, oh, man. Yeah. He was a gun. <laughs> Keenan was jacking off when he made that other bet of him scoring yeah, that yeah. second week in a row. Yeah. Did he score two weeks in a row? Yeah, so he yeah, scored. After his yeah. first one, yeah, just backed it up. That's right. Yeah, that's That was crazy. my moment of the year, I reckon, eh? His first try. Yeah. I remember I was at home by myself, and it was my group, my punt in, the, um, in our group. So we got a big punters group, and we get your share every week and you can have a punt. It was my week to punt. And I loaded up all these bets and I was like, fuck. And I was sitting at home by myself watching the game and I was like, fuck, I'll get on I'll get on this one. And I saw it and I was like, I had a feeling and I was like, fuck, do you reckon Kerrigan scores tonight? And I was like, nah, no, nah, don't put it on. And then right before kickoff, I messaged the group and I was like, fuck, I want to get on Kerrigan but I'd already spent all my money and I was like, fuck, no good. And then, Sure enough, I'm standing there at home by myself and he scores and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? What? Oh man, that was, it was crazy, crazy. He's probably fucking calling the groundskeeper at the Gabba and just fucking wants to give him a kiss. Take that big bit of turf back he scored on. That, um, so coach of the year, I'd be going Webster. I'd also probably go Webster. Yeah. <laughs> what you, I, I don't know. We, Webster's been fucking awesome. Yeah, but Cleary hasn't got it like the last three years, and he's yeah. in his fourth grand final. At yeah. some point, you've just got to go. Okay, this bloke's fucking got. Yeah, got a bit about him, right? Like, but he's also got a bit of talent in his squad. squad where yeah. Webster's got fucking, you know, at the start of the year, there was genuine tips for them to get the spoon, and like, mm. I don't know anyone who had him in the eight anyone at all so i think in terms of actual coaching you know ivan cleary is obviously coaching well he's obviously getting the yeah, job done because they've right. been there but he's also got cleary yo edwards fisher harris all these guys that lead from within 
and also built up from coming through from those boys all from juniors, yeah, yeah. knowing that that development's pushing through that, to that. And yeah. they've also had throughout the years, they've had your Trent Barretts, your Seraldos, your your Websters, all these guys. That's the, and that like that's, that's the, the other hard thing though. Like he's lost both his two assistant mm. coaches. Like he's lost Seraldo, he's lost Webster, he's lost Kickout, Appy. Like yeah. I, I personally didn't even have Penrith making the grand final at the start of the year. I thought they were going to lose heaps with Appy, and he just keeps finding a way to get this yeah. team to a grand. Yeah, I agree. He's definitely been. The only reason I'd give it to Webster over Cleary is just the fact that from from what we thought at the start of the year to what happened yeah. was it took some... And even like the games, they, they ended up going on like a two or three game losing streak. Like I think it was like four weeks into the season, they'd, they went, then went on like a three game losing streak and you could almost sense the typical fucking Warriors panic and you, you're like, oh, they're fucking, there you go. They're folded like origami, they're done. Yeah. And then Webster, nothing changed. Every press conference, exact same, same belief in the group, and you could see it just like it was almost like they were all just looking at fucking at him, and they could just feel like a calming energy, and he could just put them back on the right track. So I don't know. I, I wouldn't. Blo- I, would, I wouldn't blow up if Cleary won it because obviously unbelievable. I also wouldn't blow up if Walters won it. We missed the eight last year. We had a spoon three years ago. We're in a grand final, mm. and. Everyone in our squad is playing to the best of their ability. And two of his own players said he couldn't coach. Yeah, yeah. And he said he's come out and yeah. I guess proved that wrong. So yeah. yeah. He must so be something, right? Yeah. You're in a grand final, can't you welcome? Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, gobbler. I have, I have heard a lot uh, from people as Walters is a very, like, uh, a culture coach. Yeah. Like, he's he's about the, the team that he's built around him and stuff. It's I heard um, stories about him in, like, Origin and stuff. Um, He'd just cry every game yeah. like, before the game. Oh, like, he'd just emotional cry guy. the sheds, like... He's just a man manager. Like well, that's yeah. also that's part of coaching, but too yeah. like getting everyone's like, oh, he's a culture coach. It's all about his team. He's got around. He was like, well, that's what makes him a good coach is because he knows what he's good at, and he doesn't try and fucking go and talk tactics yeah. like over the moon over here. He'll get a John Cartwright in to do that, or he doesn't talk staunch defense. He's got a Matt Ballon here to do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so I, that's, I, the, I, that's part of good coaching is forming a good fucking seventy five percent of it, mate. I reckon now is is a person they know that will be able to recruit well yeah. and be able to recruit the um, their yeah. team around them well, like their yeah. other coaching staff. Knows footy, yeah. good in the media, can draw players. Yeah. Players want to play for him and can obviously delegate well. Yeah. Because if you can delegate well, then that's that's half the step. That's right. It's not like the coaches out there telling these cunts how to fucking throw a spiral. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like yeah. They're, just, they're, they're fucking setting up a system and you need that head of a system and... I think Michael McGuire said something like that on the Maddie John show the other day. They had him on and he was talking about assistant coaching he actually enjoys more because he actually gets to coach. Mm, yeah, Whereas yeah. when he was a head coach, he just got caught up too much in meetings around recruitment or fucking just getting to know these players' personal life. Yeah. As yeah, an assistant but coach, you're actually coaching. That's why... In, there, sorry, you there, go. I was just going to say, there's no love in assistant, assistant coaching. coaching. There's yeah. no money. There's, there's no, no fucking TV. There's no, oh, you want to come here and coach the Kiwis? Yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to call up the South Sydney assistant coach to coach the Kiwis. We're calling up Michael McGuire, the Tigers coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why in, um, in baseball, the head coach is called a manager. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He sits up the top, you know, yeah. and the manager. He's managing oh, all yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, and then you got your coaches you down in, coaches, the, in yeah. the dugout. Yeah, yeah. Right. it's almost it's pretty much exactly what we are. Except we've got the head coach who's the top of the tree, and then we've got assistant coach, strength and conditioning, attack, defense. Is that the same know? with soccer or like the EPL? Because they're well, managers. Yeah, they're managed on the side. Yeah, so I'd say that then they've got their they'd be the their same performance coaches. coaches and stuff. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. And. 
That's why they're wearing suits in baseball for some reason. They wear a fucking the same shit that they're wearing out on the field. <laughs> that is, <laughs> that, like that also does weird me the fuck out. Yeah. I was like, that's something that fucking that fucking cock smoker Brad Fittler would do. Just yeah. get like this little sky blue fucking tanty and he'd have his little fucking girl bits hanging out the bottom of his dress. <laughs> fucking cockhead. Man, why is he such a weirdo, bro? I hate him so much. He's definitely know. fuck guys too. And right? I, n- I never hated him that much before, but then the more, if I was a New South Wales fan, I'd be fucking in my car, driving flat out down the highway, get down to Sydney and put a fucking survey stake in his throat Christy, after that Origin series. Could you imagine if like Billy Slater picked Harry Grant right off the bench and played him for three minutes? In the centres. In the centres? Like we'd fucking, yeah. he'd cop a fucking hiding. What are, what, are we, what are you talking about? Like what are we talking about? Yeah, if, like, the, if any of this <laughs> happened in Queensland, Queenslanders would be fucking going off their nut it's not acceptable and then he does in New South Wales for five years and it's like oh, trust the process okay. it's okay it's, in Freddie we trust oh fucking more for you cunts we'll win origins till the fucking <laughs> till the sun explodes I don't yeah. give a fuck well, keep think, him there forever you dickheads I think we've got a couple of good years coming up too Man, yeah. the longer Freddie's there the more we win and they he's said had he's the, coaching there next year right? he's, yeah. Yeah. he's had he's had the best crop you could ever imagine. He should have won four to five series in his time. There is no way he should have probably lost the series up until maybe people, this one. This people year. forget we we were one pass, one fucking Corey Norman missed tackle off winning the twenty nineteen series. Yeah. That would have made it nineteen twenty, lost twenty one, would have been twenty two, twenty three. Like he would have won two series, one fucking pass. And they all talk about oh oh he was fucking uh, that um, Queensland beat him by one, one, uh, one, one try last year. I was like, "What are we talking about here? Teams win and lose by a try all the time." Yeah, you fucking, you've got fifty percent, and everyone's like, "Oh, fifty percent, easy." That's not good enough, can't I want to <laughs> win all the time? What are you talking about? Blues are like, "Oh, fifty percent, he's a good coach. He's fifty percent retarded too." Yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck me. I'm not gonna lie. I got a little bit excited when you brought this up. <laughs> yeah, so we don't have to go through the rest of those um, awards. we just quickly go through it. Captain of the year, you got Harris, uh, Tohu Harris, Reynolds, and Yo. I'd be taking Adam Reynolds, Tohu Harris close second. Agreed. Uh, so Reynolds gets... Isaiah is a co-captain. Yeah, it's weird. But Re- Reynolds gets nominated for that, and he's a halfback. Yeah. For the Bronx, and that's what a captain, like a halfback, <laughs> that's what a captain does out on the field. And yeah. Yeah. Rookie of the Year, Dream Buller, Warbricks, Sunita Taruva. I probably would have talked, it's pretty much a toss up between Buller and Taruva. Warbricks has been good, but I'd, I'd give it to Buller, eh? Yeah, I'd probably give it to Buller. But he's the shining light of that Tigers dog shit team. Yeah. <laughs> and try the year and tackle the year, we don't know him because we can't see the video. How good so tackle the year, Ezra Mams, Ezra Mams definitely yeah. wins it. Don't Ezra even know Mams. what the tackle was, <laughs> yeah. but he definitely wins it. <laughs> Fucking hopefully. He just, just would have <laughs> shot it and cut someone in yeah, half. Yeah. I yeah. have no doubt he broke someone's ribs. Oh, no. Actually, you know what? The tackle of the year would definitely be that Olakowatu tackle because that was the one him and Aloye fucking threw like two fridges at a time at. Justin oh, Olam. And Olam went actually, Olam had to go yeah. to Q Cup for about ten weeks because he was fucking <laughs> different. Per, you know, I'm mentally scarred thinking of images of Lakawatu and Aloya fucking anywhere near me. One thing that fucks me with Olam, right? Wait, take a couple steps back, cunt. He's mm. always nearly in front catching a pass. Yeah. They probably they probably practice that so much, getting that hitting that so flat on the ad line so they can make meters. Because they're back they don't have the good back five the storm for, for meter making, so when Olam comes in to do his carry, they're like, we need you to fucking bust these cunts. Hitting it 100 mile an hour. 
So he's probably just always so fucking revved up and he just pushes that fine little line just that little bit. But you can't do that when your head's saying, oh, what if I look at in front of me again? <laughs> like, that just fucking really cloud you up. All right. Uh, All right, let's get moving on. The what are we on to? Oh. <laughs> Holy shit. It was, it's funny. It's, um, it's probably... Even the years that the Bronx started it, it's like this year was highlighted about the these two teams throughout that final series. No one was really close. <clears throat> Look th- at that. 6.30 p.m., weather conditions, fine. Ground conditions, good. Sydney Accor Stadium, Channel 9. Free to be down there. Sunday, 1st of October. Sunday, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh. yeah. Sorry, I fucking, we're meant to do this. Tom, like it's been 10 years since 2013, Tom Hawks. Yep. So we're meant to do like a 10 year thing down there. So the boys are going to the races on the Saturday. I've got a wedding on the Saturday. So I'm flying down Sunday lunchtime and then I'm just taking a little backpack <laughs> so I can go straight to the bar that they're at. And then I'm going straight to the game and then I'm flying back Monday morning. You're not even going to see an inside of a hotel room, are you? No, no. no. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> just, uh, he's fucking yeah. from the game. Straight yeah. to fucking... I'll probably just pick up Kate Well, take him <laughs> yeah. wherever he's going. Straight hey, back to the airport. I've got this room at Circular Key. It's real nice. It's got a hole in it. Yeah. And it's Emphasis on the circular. You, yeah. Circular <laughs> Key, you know. Ah, fuck. What are we going yeah, to Let's break my, it down. On that story, my tickets... So I thought they were all organising tickets. So I was like, all right, Cantoni. I'm like, what are we doing with tickets? He goes, oh, man, my, me, my mates, like, not in the Tomahawks, they've already got me one. It's like fuck, bro. So yeah. I wait till the Tuesday, oh, like the, the second one. Yeah, no, I couldn't get two together. Like oh. it's going to be a sellout. And then Righty well, put up that. Now. Is it? it yeah, it's sold oh, out. Yeah, it's sold out last night. I yeah. could in the nosebleeds. I couldn't get two together. Just me and Danny, like the, my lock. But um, he uh, so I met, rang Righty. I go, Righty, you put up a thing about those tickets the other day, and he goes, Yeah, the guy that wanted them, they just cancelled. So I got to. I was like, Fucking take him. I'll take him. So now, lucky, luckily enough, there. They're halfway bit back, but they're like That's halfway. Right. Yeah, that'll be right. Can't I've never been to one. Yeah. Oh. Well, the last one I went to, I, I I put it in because I was like, Bronx are going to get there, and it was the year that it ended up being Roosters versus Dragons. Oh, like, 2010. I, I couldn't have cared less. Jesus. Yeah. So I went. I, um, I went to that Penrith Bunnies one at Suncorp. Oh, oh yeah, that would have been I ha- good. I haven't done the like the Sydney trip yet. I yeah. Nah. Well, the Sydney, yeah, the home like. The stadium oh, is should have a stadium to get yeah. to, yeah. And, and Fucking like, night, after the man. game, like the Dragons won, obviously, and then we get, and the Dragons fans are all celebrating, but all the all the pop-up bars and stuff have shut down after the game. So oh. you've got to then get on the train, yeah, 40, like minutes, 40 minutes, 40 minutes back And in. it costs a fortune you're like, you're, you're like to get an Opal card. You need to pierce and also you want another drink. Yeah. And then you get, wait to get back in there to keep drinking because it's everything shut down. It's like everything out there is just there for that. Yeah. There's no permanent bars or anything. Yeah. Honestly, we're so fucking lucky oh, to have Suncorp. Ours is the best. And Suncorp is the best. It's, it's actually it's the, the best. best. The, only, the, only, the only area that's that even comes close to it is... In Melbourne, they've got the MCG, yeah. Amy yeah. Park. Mel- Melbourne's set up for sports. And it's we literally, like, yeah. they have a sporting precinct and they've got that Flinders Street section right there. Like, Melbourne's good, right? But even, like, there, and maybe it's just because I'm not local, but they don't have, like, a fucking destination that you go to after. No. Right? Like, there's no, like, let's yeah. go fucking party on Caxton Street. Yeah. It's like, oh, where are you going to go yeah, sort of thing. Going? Brisbane, it's like... You're playing at Suncorp or you're, oh, yeah. you're not fucking playing. You're going to watch a game at Suncorp and you're going straight to, to the Caxton. Yeah. yeah. And like you're on Caxton Street no matter what. Like even if yeah. you're not going to the Caxton, 
you might just shoot the other way to the paddo yep. or you, you're going next door to fucking lefties or whatever. Yeah, or go know. five minutes in to go to Stockies or Yeah, Vic. yeah, 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 that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah. You, you, but even, even if you're going in there, you're going to Caxton first. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, you know what we do? Straight in. And you're at five fucking- Five minutes from the city. Five minutes. It's the best. It's, mm. it's La Grouse. <laughs> so, it's so good. When was that final? Was that last year, Charlie, or the year before? No, 21. 21. 21. It and was fucking I, good day, and I, hey. And, and it was everyone was like, this too. is, in the way that like, they put it on at Suncorp, this is sick. I was hoping that they'll be like, yeah, this is, we should do this like every other year. I was or, hoping so, because eh? honestly, it was, um, it was, it was one of the better events I've ever been to. Like mm. the way they set it up, the whole day was just fucking, everyone was out and about. Um, inside the stadium too They just fucking painted the walls With the team's colours And shit like yeah. It felt weird being a Broncos supporter there But it was fuck They'd set it up nice It, it was, was a really great good. game too Fuck It I was a cracker it was, Think back to that man South should have won that it was, was it when fucking... Benji went through And he didn't have anyone Either side of him To yeah. win the game It was like right in front of me And <sighs> it was one of the best moments I've ever seen in rugby league Like just the whole stadium Was like where's your support Fuck it was good Fuck that's crazy It was so good Oh, right. just grand final moment. Break to down this bitch. Out. Holy hell. Where do you start? <laughs> what do you Where want to do know? You start? Uh, what I want to know, how do, obviously I want to know how Broncos win it. We, how do you think they win it? We win by not not changing anything. Don't try and, like, don't try and re-gear your whole game plan in order to beat Penrith. We need to, we'll beat them by doing what we've done all year, which is, being happy to be in the grind, like uh, recovering from mistakes, we do make a lot of errors. But every time we make errors, we're pretty good at defending them. That's 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 for like what I think, right? Like the key for Broncos winning it is complete high, and win it on the edge, right? Yeah. Like our forwards, we know they're going to match it with Fisher Harris and shit. If they can just get good early ball, and we can stop Penrith from sort of shutting the play down early, play them on the edges because Crichton and Toho and Targo and Taruva. They defend so well together, they shoot with each other, and we yeah. know Walsh can beat him with that long ball. So. And also, like f- before Walsh even gets the ball, he's so quick that you're going to have to shoot early. 100%. And if you shoot too early, Adam Reynolds has got the perfect little kick over to to Cobbo or Arthur's either side. Like, and he's shown he's, he'll do it. So if you if if they don't shoot, Reynolds is giving it to Walsh, and Walsh is cutting him up. If they do shoot. Reynolds is kicking in behind him, you know what I mean? So I think you're going to see a lot of... Because um, who went... Luai's defence on the left, doesn't he? Luai's left side. Yeah, so we got... we got That's Stags. Yep. Yeah. Our right side is... Stags. Stags. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, man, you're, hot, you're fucking targeting that motherfucker too. I think you're going to see a lot of... Um, particularly early in the game, I think you're going to see Mam and Reynolds kick to the corner, like along the ground a yeah, lot. Yeah. Keep the wingers back. The problem is... The problem with that is... Penrith's positioning so good that if you kick low, you give Taruva and Toto a chance to bring it back at you quicker, so they might start in better field position. Mm. But at the same time, everyone all years tried to kick high. It doesn't work. It doesn't. Like yeah. it doesn't work. The only person who's had any success with it was Mitch Moses, but he was also being a bit unorthodox, kicking early, sort of also kicking between. Like letting Dylan Edwards bring it back sometimes, then Taruva like changing it up. But all year you see teams just like, all right, we're not kicking a tight, we'll just kick to Taruva, just kick it high. And he just catches bomb after bomb after bomb, brings it. And then you've got your plus one, plus two is fucking Edwards and Toto. And then they've made fucking 20 metres easy, their first two carries. Fisher Harris has one, Leota has one, and then it's fucking kicking to the corner. 
So they grind the screws really well. Broncos just kind of have to be on for 80. That, That's yeah. like it sounds it's stupid. It does, sounds stupid. There was yeah. just some things last week that you know that the Bronx can't afford to do that against Penrith. Like with Warriors, they I, I felt like Bronx knew that they could just attack them out of the game. Like if it's yep. attack for attack, we've got yous anyway. Yeah. And then I felt like, and that's where Warriors folded a bit. Yep. Yeah. Um, with with Penrith, it's like that that ten percent leeway has got to come down to two to one percent. Mm. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually, yeah, I heard Billy Slater talking about it on Channel Nine. He said it's it's like a a very set sort of story of. Penrith defense versus Broncos attack, mm-hmm. but I actually think it's going to have to be a little bit different. Like I think it's going to be defense versus defense. Yeah. I think Brisbane are going to put a lot of effort into just doing what they can yeah. to stay in the grind. And, and if they yeah. win it in the 80th, they'll be happy. Brisbane are going to have to be defensively perfect. Yeah, which I think like we've shown the two games we versus Penrith this year, they scored 12 and 15. So we know we can keep them within that range, like sub 16, 18 points, and we've definitely got like 18 plus in us. So it's just going to come down like that's if we play as good as we can, they play as good as we can. We know we can be in the range, so it means all we got to do is just go out there and and do the thing and and it's the, pray like fuck it falls our way almost. It's like, the sort of granny that could literally almost come down to the two best goal kickers in the competition. Yeah, seeing which one blinks, like whoever kicks the best could because literally uh, yeah. win a. Win a you don't final. see you don't see either team scoring any more than four tries. No. I think I think maybe. it's one of those games. It's going to be like a like a fourteen twelve or an eighteen yeah. sixteen. Maybe maybe twenty to eighteen. Maybe, yeah. but like I can't see it being thirty two twenty two or or thirty to thirty to sixteen or something. You know, like yeah. The the thing with so where Broncos have got an upper hand, I believe, is being able to show stuff in the middle more before they go out wide, where mm. I think Penrith get it out wide quicker than anyone in the comp. Yeah. You know, like, so, because Dylan Edwards isn't a Walsh, right? Yeah, yeah. Walsh holds so many players up in there where Edwards doesn't, Edwards looking for that that offload or that inside ball. Walsh is just another playmaker when he wants to be. So I feel like it's like that transition from the middle to the edge getting covered by the Penrith or with Penrith if with the Bronx in defense it's us just being able to go out yeah. go out and slide and you know once we once we've conquered that that middle yeah. you know like that's it's sort of the middles is going to be a hectic yeah. battle Our this trans- is the sort of game too where you can see that like there's some big there's some big game players that like someone like a we joke about him all the time but my boy Curdy Capewell Love like he fucking he can do not much for a while, but then in a big game, he will do just something like, in Origin, he's like, what was it, three minutes left in Origin game one, he comes up with a one-on-one steal out of fucking nowhere, out of thin air, yeah. like, just big moments, he just does little things, you and, just go, fuck, And that's Curdy why we've done so like, well this year, is like, K-Well's hardly been talked about, yeah, and he's yeah. just doing his job out there, yeah. it's because everyone stood the fuck up. That's what I mean, yeah. big moments, he's gonna, and like, we've got... Absolute dogs like Flegler and that, and then we've got fucking. Oh, I'm just getting them. I'm getting. Sunday is going to be an all-time epic. I just hope that Brisbane make a, a good account of themselves. And, you know, obviously I'm going to be fucking torn apart if we if we can't win it. But if we go out and do everything we can and play as good as we can and still get beaten, you'll live with it. But if we go out and, and don't and change it up, try and do extra things because it's a grand final yeah. and fuck up and we lose it that way, then it's you just 
it's almost disappointing not because of like the how like where we finished or anything it's disappointing because you you know they can do so much more and you're like all you have to do is stick to the plan because they're going to have a plan in place that'll that'll win you the game if you can stick to it 100 percent and do everything you can not to make errors not to be throwing because they're going to try a few offloads not stupid ones you know get in if you if there's an offload available take it if there's if there's even a fucking 60 percent chance you're not taking it 65 not taking it 75 not taking it 80 plus you start thinking about it 90 percent, then you're taking those offloads but if you're offloading on a 75 percent chance that means they got 25 percent chance of getting the ball back that in in the season that's all right in a grand final man 25 percent chance of you going down kick it into their corner or them coming down putting up an attacking kick what's it's not worth it not worth it so you just the, the mind, stick to the plan the mindset should be fucking easy because they've got everything to lose 100% you know we, we've got I don't think any of us were expecting this this year I was expecting it next year or the year after yeah. but the way that we were playing I was like oh yeah we've, they're, they're younger everyone's saying we're a younger side now yep. um, and we yep. are younger so it's just like that was going to happen but this year it's just a fucking bonus we were in a fucking we won a spoon three years ago yeah the, the good thing about it is we're younger than that, like two young sides. This could be, Fuck if, it, if it, we beat them here and we upset the three-peat, this will be one of the best rivalries. Like, we've already got it. rivalries. We've got, we play the Cowboys twice a year. We get to go, Titans seem to have the wood on us for some reason, so that's becoming a pretty good rivalry. Us and Melbourne are now a rivalry. But, like we couldn't beat them and then we fucking upset them in the finals. And now we've got this Penrith one. Brisbane are going to be having fucking rivalry matches every fourth or fifth week, you know. It's going to be... And and this be the holy grail of it. Like, I know the Cowboys rivalry just came back because both teams started performing again. But if you've got the two competition genuine heavyweights that don't like each other, that are going... Like, we've got players in the team that headbutt each other at origin time. Yeah. Like, we don't like each other. We've upset the three-peat. You want to fucking get revenge and it's on. And next year we get two games of that and then hopefully a final series again. Fuck. Yeah. They're going to win. I'll probably party with them, do a heap of coke. And we'll probably fuck Kate well, I'd say. I'll do with it. With Andy. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do whatever. Whatever the team needs me. I'll come down. I'll massage anyone with my tongue. You're and I'll do anything. That if I give out hand jobs, we'll win the premiership. I'm giving hand I'm giving So, anyway, let's break days. down the WNR. <laughs> I'm doing it with my feet and shit as well. I'm doing everything. Every job you want. I'll be oiled up. I'll be jobbing. Just oh. only feet, man. Yeah, only feet. Yeah. You'd, be, um, you'd be pretty gutted that. Goatsy isn't getting a run, wouldn't you? Mate, I was about to bring it up before, but I was I was I wanted to bring it up, but I didn't want to bring down the mood. Yeah, I like Arthur's is Arthur's <laughs> is quality, you know. Yeah, yeah. But Oatsy is a big game player. He is, but and at I the same time, my boy Jesse Arthur's is killing, killing it. it. He's been killing it all year. I I can see where they. I can see why. And so, what's Jesse. what's Arthur's story? We've locked him down. Yeah, he's here yeah. till end of twenty six. Okay, so he was a, only he was only on loan when he when we sent him to yeah. the Warriors. So he was always at the Bronx, which probably was not a bad thing for him because he got fucking like. And Walsh was a line A. Walsh no, signed, Walsh signed that. Yeah. But Don't um, want to touch on anything after the grand final because fucking biggest week of our lives, boys. But um, yeah, yeah. Next year, what happens with no um, Farnworth? Does Arthur's go to the centres or does Cobbo or does. I think Arthur's I think goes Cob- to the centre and then. Who you reckon? Arthur's and then. Because Jesse Arthur's was a centre. And then Mariner on and the then wing. And then Mariner will come onto the wing. Where does Oates go? go? 
I don't know if Oates gets a run again. No, I think he does, man. I think he plays Queensland again. <laughs> I'm going to go on this run again. Oh, you remember when he's all fucking doubted me? And I said, oh, never, 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 never. Don't remember that. No. But, um, but, uh, <laughs> that never happened. Never but happened. I was reading, it's a, fictional. reading an article today about how Cobbo wants to go to centre. And he's told him, I want to be a centre. I, I think best thing for the team. Did you read that today, did you say? Yeah. Convenient timing, yeah. Convenient for, for an article like that to come out yeah. Yeah. again, someone's fucking tossing tossing up shit. It's probably me writing so Oatsy can get on <laughs> <Yeah>. the way. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. The, the photo of Oatsy in it, who's this Christian Creed man? Like Oatsy's shred city. Oh, yeah, Is that golf at Capera the other week, and the Broncos boys were behind yeah, us, yeah. Um, having that. a hit, and um, fucking, we looked over and <laughs> fucking Oatsy looks like he's got legs on that day. Eh? Oh then, really? Yeah, from a distance, you're like fucking, who's this skinny yeah. prick? Then you get up next to him like you're a fucking you're big, a big, man. big man, big strong man. What's his yeah. nickname? Gary O. Yeah, Cal <laughs> <Yeah>, Gary. <laughs> uh, do you guys see Paddy Mills is in the dressing shed? Yeah, so good. Skull and beers with Kevin Walters. Yeah, <laughs> that's good stuff. I want to touch on too. You want to know why we've made a grand final this year? Why? It's because fucking Kevin Walters has brought back the old team song. Yeah, how right, good he's is got it? rid of that where the Broncos bullshit. Yeah, he's brought back the fucking classic. And yeah, the, the boys are just the boys are into it, it. and he's brought so, back. So he's also better. brought back the old boys. You can see around the joint, there's fucking smiles on faces so everywhere. The t- so the team song. So the one I'm thinking of is probably the one that they've camped. You're thinking of where the Broncos, the mighty Broncos. We'll keep fighting every yeah. second till the yeah, end. Yeah, so they've, they've, that's the one they play over the loudspeaker. Yeah. But they've brought back the um, the Broncos are our name from the North We Won Our Fame. Oh, Getting handy with the ball when we drove the Blues insane. Yeah. We put on a move and score a certain try. So sing out a love You didn't know we had to beat you. And we're so sorry, friends. You didn't know we had to beat you. And we'll never, ever do it again. Bullshit. <laughs> That sounds way catchier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably get that tattooed on my back, those lyrics. I will probably do that too. If yeah. they win, I'm... It's my Instagram bio. Oh, <laughs> no, no. What'd you say? It's my Instagram bio. <laughs> There's some fucking cracking team songs. That, you know, actually, I hate fucking tears me up to say it, but AFL? team songs... No, no, no. The Roosters have a fucking hectically good team song. What's it? It's hectic. Sing it for us. No, <laughs> I, I refuse to sing the Roosters team song on Grand Final with Broncos. Fair enough. But it's fucking good. Do yeah. yourselves a favour, YouTube it. I just need, it's got to be simple, catchy, like Queens, yeah. Queensland runs. Awesome. It's yeah. just the the, the like, best. It, three words, you know, like. Yeah. And everyone knows it. Do you know the Blues song? Nah. Because they don't ever sing they the car. Yeah. Because yeah. they fucking suck. It's just Freddie just getting everyone's shocker in line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie's got KC and the Sunshine Band playing and just got out a calendar and they're all just trying to sync their cycles up. <laughs> yeah, so they can find out when they got to put their crystals out and charge up their anus. Freddie will come around and charge it with his little dock. You know? Jack off Cooper Cronk with a bunch of fucking crystals. <laughs> That's Wait, what's weird. the? Can you get sports better? It's just there, bro. It's right there. What's the? Can we see the line? I know the line. It's three and a half to Penrith. Minus, I'll be taking that. I think Broncos. it's minus three and a half. What's that pain? Um, NRL Grand Final line minus three and a half Broncos plus three and a half to dollar ninety four. That's not bad punting. Mm. All right, so where, where will you be watching this, Dana? I don't know yet. I haven't quite confirmed. Most likely, probably just me, kid. Well, I, I was thinking about going to the pub. I was like, I can't be around other people. Yeah. I need to. 
I need to just simmer. Like if maybe if they open Mitchie, I'll go down there. But I'm not going to the pub with fucking 50 other dickheads who have no idea about rugby league just going down there for the novelty. Oh, yeah, I'll fucking lose my mind. How about like some cunts talking right. about what they should be doing out on the field and stuff? Yeah. Like, oh, it's like, you should have done this and that. Like, if you knew who you are talking about, start a podcast in your basement yeah. with yeah. Like, blokes <laughs> yeah. that you play local exactly. footy with. Exactly. Like, yeah. that's, yeah. that's and then don't talk do much about footy. Talk about the off-field dramas and dicks and sunning your asshole. Yeah. Oh, yeah, next week pod's going to be way different than this. Yeah. We've got something to talk about. We'll probably do coke here. Yeah. We'll still be partying there. <laughs> it's wrong swing There's a fair chance <laughs> Well Monday is a public holiday yeah. but Wait, I've, um, Where are you watching Charlie? I've taken the same Thought process as Dane I, I figured if I watch it With other people And we lose I'm going to be A kind of a bloke yeah. To be around So I'm going to watch it At home And that way If we win I can celebrate yeah. And go out after If we yeah. lose I can cry And don't yeah. be around Well anymore. I remember 15 And I had a party So I, party. that's what I was going to say I reckon we'll all remember Where we were in 15 For the rest of our lives right. Oh man Trust uh, me I'll never forget it When you it. catch up with Andy In the sauna next yeah. time Ask him <laughs> Yeah. He dead set reckons I froze for like two minutes Didn't, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember it Dead set reckons I froze when they scored That try in the right. corner I walked out the front of my house um, me and Lucas had a house at Northmore Street behind Rebel Sports there at Mitchelton. <laughs> I remember that house. And well. we had about 70-something people over. Yeah. And just crazy. Everyone was fucking... All the people who didn't care about the back getting blind. And then there was like 40 people in this in our little tiny living room. And we were all piled on top of each other watching. There was like six Cowboys fans there and the rest were wrong. And they were into us. And then I remember when the game finished, like when we went to Golden Point... I was just like, fuck, we got a chance here. And then the, as soon as Ben dropped the ball, I was just, everything dropped. And you didn't want to think about it. And then once it went over, I walked straight out the front by myself and just, we had a big four sale sign out at the front. I kicked the shit out of it. I just sat on the fence next to this fucked up sign that I just fucked up. And I was just like sobbing in my own hands <laughs> like a fucking yeah. toddler. I was out there sobbing to myself for yeah. like fucking 35 minutes. Uh, bro, I yeah. was I was inconsolable for fucking weeks and weeks. It I was, was fucked. I was just down the road with Raz. So Raz had a barbie and it was just me, him. I think one of my other mates were there, but like Christy was down there. Um, and uh, we like, we're watching down on his deck and like, it's like final minute. And I'm, me and Raz are like hugging each other. We fucking did it. It's fucking. <laughs> and then I swear, like we're hugging, embracing and we're watching the TV once it unraveling. Oh, and then we're like, oh, no. what the fuck? Yeah. Like he was in the bag. You know? oh, that is, it's yeah. your fault. You went uh, the early crowd. I, I was like, we've done oh. it. And then Russ is like, what are they doing? I was like, fucking who cares? We've done it. Yeah. <laughs> you went the early Don't crow. worry, Oti's on that left wing. We, it was solid, bro. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's fucking all your fault, Freddy. I'll never forgive you, Freddy, for what you've done. Yeah, man. But, oh. Fuck. Because that, yeah, obviously that was the first one we lost. But yeah. Hey, hey, good omen, though. You know who's never lost one? Kevy. Kevy. Yeah. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. He's six from six. Right. Everyone better be knocking on some wood. Putting it out. Now we're gonna do good. No, fuck it. He still doesn't calm my nerves anymore. Yeah. You telling me we're gonna do good? That's, yeah, that's good. But my yeah, your opinion means fucking nothing to me. <laughs> you're fucking, you're dead to me. Yeah, Wait, but yeah. <laughs> um, so, any final thoughts? We 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 probably don't have time to um, bang out the WNRL final. But um, oh, what a pity. <laughs> um, should we throw out scorelines? What do we reckon? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, thinking the uh, same, like, you know, <clears throat> a, t- 20, a 20 to 10 kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah like, I, I'd go, I would bet down. under like a 40 point yeah. score line. I can see it coming right down to the wire. I can see definitely, I could see under 40 points. But I can see Broncos winning 18 16. I'll give you a multi right now. Under 40 points. Capewell, anytime try scorer. Yeah. Broncos 1 to 12. Ezra Mam, anytime try scorer. <laughs> How much money you got on him? I'm going to put it on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's good betting. All right, I'll get on it too. That's good. I'll get on it. Uh, it's my group. It's here. I get it, a yeah. um, punt. Thank me later. Punt in the group this week, and if it comes off, whatever punt and money I win, we'll um we'll get out and we'll bring here next week and um spend it on grog and get fucked up. Yeah, because after this week, because if that happens, gotta, the Bronco one. <laughs> I got to go so- support the other Broncos I followed over in Denver, and they are terrible this yeah, year. Yeah, they got spanked they got by s- the Dolphins yeah. like fifty se- points. Yeah, se- yeah, seventy to twenty. Oh. It's like was I watching a Madden like people playing Madden? Seventy, 70 to, 20? to twenty yeah. in the NFL. In the NFL. Holy fuck! Yeah, I it was like, what was that? Like game two of the season or something, wasn't it? Game three. Game so we, three, we, yeah. Yeah. Sucks so the, yeah, the Broncos, oh, mate. It, and we bought this coach. We bought Sean Payton, and yeah, we've got Russell Wilson. Obviously, who hasn't done shit for two years now. But um, it's yeah, it's fucking, it's fire sales at Broncos at the moment. I think heads are gonna roll. People are gonna get fired. It's yeah, you can't go zero and three after the season we had last year, which was yeah. terrible. And we're trying to sort it out. And to lose by seventy, I think that. I saw a stat. It was like it hadn't happened since the 1960s or some oh, shit. Oh shit! Yeah, but um, yeah, it's fucking crazy. But like, yeah, go Brisbane Broncos. Go the Broncos. Yeah. It's fuck good week to be a Brisbane boy. Yeah, yeah that's good for week. Sure. Good we luck to all my Bronx fans out there. <laughs> try and hold it together. I know I won't be. So can you try and fucking do it for him? Put the calming influences <laughs> out there. Um, yeah. I'll try to get this shit out in the next fucking half an hour doing hell for the Dell M's. Not an AFL podcast, yeah, but mm-hmm. shout out to the Lions as well. Yeah, good shout luck. Out, yeah. Good, good luck, luck to the Lions. Hope you listen. Imagine we do the double public holiday on fucking Monday. Brisbane will be late. Yeah. yeah. I've got a multi on at the moment. I've got Lions, Bronx, um, Cobo, and I think I've got Cobo and um, Ezra. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's I good. like that a lot. Right, shout out to shout out to everyone in Brisbane. Fuck everyone in Mount Druitt. Shout out to Roddy. Shout out to the right man for hook, tickets, hooking bro. my boy up with some tickets. Yeah, uh, they're probably not real, but free. Yeah, free <laughs> to get down there and we scam tickets. Roddy's just fucking taking his money. He's having dinner at, uh, at the Gambaros. No, at, at the EP. <laughs> what are you talking about? Gambaros. He's at the EP. He's having mega jugs and a steak. Uh, no, shout out Roddy. We love you. Um, shout out to everyone. Go to the Bronx and we're done. Boom.